The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Mogul Podcast. Hello, everyone. I am Jennifer Hernandez, hosting the Real Estate Podcast on the Face of Chicago Business. Here today with my guests, Amanda Stapleton, Nia Crawford, and Siobhan Johnson. If you guys could take a couple minutes and just share with us a little bit about you so we can introduce yourself to the audience. Okay. I'm Amanda Stapleton, real estate broker slash developer. Um, I've been in a real estate business now for eight years. I have a real estate team called the Amanda Stapleton and Affiliates, which consists of seven real estate agents. I'm also with Compass Realty. Um, I bought my first piece of property at the age of 20 years old, and I'm super excited to share my story and to be here with these other ladies. I'm Nia Crawford. Um, I am a broker with DreamSpots Leasing and Sales. I am a four-year broker. I also have a team within my company. Um, I'm licensed in both Illinois and Georgia, so helping out the Chicagoland and Atlanta areas, and I'm super appreciative to be here with these ladies today. So thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Hi, I am Siobhan Johnson. I am a real estate broker for the past 15 years. Mm -hmm. I am an ownership advocate, promoting the power of ownership through real estate and entrepreneurship. I am super excited to be here with these successful ladies to talk about what we do. Well, I just want to thank all of you for coming on. I appreciate it. I know we're super crazy busy right yeah. now, so it takes a yeah. lot for us to step away from the day. Um, just a little bit about me. I have been in the mortgage business for over 15 years. I am a branch manager at Loan Depot in Bolingbrook. Um, and throughout you know, the years, I've been through the ups and downs of real estate and learned how to do um, craft solutions for my buyers. So we just want to start off today and start talking in regards to like first time buyers and the millennial generation who is now starting to buy. Mm -hmm. Someone just told me the other day that they're really not interested in owning real estate right now, that they want to just rent places and travel the world. I'm like, no, you definitely have to own and there's reasons why. So I would love it if you ladies would share a little bit of your insight on why they should own today. I think generational wealth is super important, and I think home ownership is also super important. I think that there is no specific time or age or um, place in anyone's life where they feel that they should be ready to buy property. I feel like as soon Um, from my experience, I feel like I encounter a bit of both. So I feel like I encounter a lot of millennials that are, you know, they come and they, they want to be properly guided on how to prepare. And then you have others that just are okay with renting. So I literally just got under contract for my first um, property towards the end of last year. So Come I on. wish, right thank you. <laughs> so I wish that, you know, I started sooner. So I did get into real estate at 23, which a lot of times still people are just like, oh, you got in so young. And it's just like, I thought that I was gonna be a sports broadcaster. So mm -hmm. it's like, I wish that I would have gotten in sooner because I absolutely love my field. Mm -hmm. So um, I do, I commend the amount of entrepreneurs and different influencers that we have. A lot of people have so much to say about social media, but I feel like when social media is used correctly, Absolutely. there's a lot of information that you mm -hmm. can soak in from it. There so is. I feel as though as far as people being more interested in investing and going into business for themselves and that sort of thing are from the influencers mm -hmm. that we have. Like 
constant engagement from, mm -hmm. and it, it, you know, it has it has a positive effect. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I think that well, to, to piggyback what you said, the eighteen and nineteen. Now that's excellent. When when I was younger, eighteen, nine, like no one in my, only one. My grandmother owned a house. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it really depends on how you were raised. You know, mm -hmm. not too many. And the, and that's what made me get into real estate. Like, why don't we own? Like, you know, I'm visiting my family. I mean, my friends who have homes, like, this is what made me get into really. It's important that they see you at 23 mm -hmm. purchasing homes. Right. And you, we are the influencers. And congrats to you on that. Thank yeah. you. And yes, I think we're all amazing. supposed to like break the cycles, right? For sure. Like, we're not supposed Absolutely. to continue on those cycles sure. if they weren't great. Let's break mm -hmm. them. Let's show everybody how we can do things differently. Yeah. Um, one of the things is the worst uh, investments I think I made was investing in single families because instead <laughs> of becoming a landlord to a multi-unit building, I decided to go single family route because no one really shared with me. That's the thing I like about you know social media too. We can now mm -hmm. speak mm -hmm. and share this information and mm -hmm. that's why I try to share so much because nobody nobody shared anything with me. I had to do everything the hard way. And if yeah. you know, if you have one tenant and they don't pay their rent or they get laid off, mm -hmm. you still gotta pay that mortgage. Yeah. Yes. When you have three, four <laughs> units, you still got three other people who mm -hmm. can possibly pay that bill for yeah. you. So mm -hmm. uh, it, I, in my personal opinion, if you can get a multi-unit, that's the best thing. And that was the worst mistake that I made was not doing that. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very passionate about sharing that because I'm <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it was the biggest mistake I made. But. Yeah. I'm actually a huge advocate for whether you buy a single family home to live in and you're not ready to become a landlord or if you buy a multifamily because I get it. Some people feel as though they're really just not ready to take on yeah. that responsibility of being a landlord. So I commend those who are buying their first home mm -hmm. or becoming a landlord. I still think that you still made the initiative step to invest in yourself, you know. For so. sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I also feel as though <laughs> it it's a lot of different routes you can go as mm -hmm. far as being landlord that doesn't necessarily have to be multi-unit because mm -hmm. um you know personally with the investors that I deal with we do a lot of fix and flips yeah so whether it's um like like she just said they're getting into their personal homes first and then now can go and invest in a another single family mm -hmm. home at a low cost mm -hmm. you know and and get in that residual income that way and still have you know, not really anything to pay, but maybe the taxes on it or a, a low monthly cost because Absolutely. not everyone is into the multi-unit yeah. idea, which, mm -hmm. you I know, agree. I learned. And we, with your clients, you have to, to go with the flow and what they want. So you can't, you know, force it, force that knowledge for anyone. Right. So as long as people are paying attention to the different opportunity that's out there, mm -hmm. it's so many different ways, ways. to get mm -hmm. to the same end goal. Exactly. And he, like, even if you purchase a single family home, and like you said, the Airbnb market, you know, yeah. that's another, right. you know, source of income. So that yeah, you don't have to deal with ongoing with it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ongoing tenants. And, and the people who yeah. like some people um, come to me and they're like, well, I want to be an investor, but I don't want to manage any of it. I'm mm -hmm. like, there's management. Absolutely. Exactly. That's so, willing to take uh, on. Yeah. I'm OK role. with taking five hundred dollars less not to maintain. Exactly. It. So I'll do it. And just way. collect. Yeah. Right. But I think we all can test assure that it's just a lot of information that people don't, don't know. know. Yeah. For that's sure. why we're here uh, today using mm -hmm. our platform, our voices sure. to educate and yeah. yeah. And then a lot of people are listening to the wrong people and getting yeah. the yes. wrong information. So many wrong and, who, you know, and then their grandparents how, who purchased property how hundreds much of do, years ago. How much do you all love get, that? The no, people that are that, like yeah. these encyclopedias of all the wrong information. Like, well, guys, I, like, this is the this biggest. Is our, this is our life right here. This so is the know. biggest problem in our industry. Yes. 
Mm. Your mother, brother, sister, uncle, cousin, they are not you. Everybody's financial situation, everybody's job situation, what you qualify for, what programs are available, mm -hmm. what interest rates are, they are all different. You They're, cannot. What decade they you, purchased in. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, back, back in 2000, right. yeah. Back in 2009, 2008, 2006. We could do things totally different than what they are today. Do almost lending, anything. Lending is not the same. Even as recent her. as 2016, <laughs> yeah. 2015, things yeah. have changed drastically. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're constantly changing. So you have to work with a team that you trust your real estate professional. You trust your lender. For it sure. is about trust. And I know that's hard to do, but I'm telling you right now, that's the one thing that I do pride myself on. I don't care what your situation is. I'm going to refer, I'm going to advise you the same way I'm going to advise my mother. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's what it is. And I feel like that's what kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. You have to trust the people and you have to you mm -hmm. have to be able to know that like at least Jennifer is going to advise me the same way. So. Totally. I think everyone needs to know their journey is going to be absolutely different than anyone that they talk to. I think the process of how things are supposed to happen is what it is. But I'm pretty sure we've all been in situations where a monkey wrench was through mm -hmm. in the process and we're like, okay, we never expected this or we mm -hmm. haven't experienced this. So I just think it's certain things that you can't prepare for. Exactly. But if this is something that you truly want to accomplish, you just have to come in, like you said, trusting your realtor, putting your best foot forward and listening to, you know, the people with the license. Exactly. Agree. Agree. For sure. And like you said, I like the phrase you use, craft solutions, mm -hmm. yeah. because you do need a lender who can work around those hoops and who's that's experienced en enough to know how to deal with the situation yes. when, it, when it arises. I, that's huge. Yeah, because, yeah. you know. And, you know, you guys, and really, like, don't take it personal if, you're, if your loan officer doesn't have that information. The only reason I have some of the information that I do is because I've been through so much in my life and I've had to fix my credit over and over again and rebuild my life, lose my property, rebuild my credit, mm -hmm. buy a new home, lost my investment properties. I've been through all of it. So the only mm -hmm. reason that I know how a little bit more than maybe some other people is because I've had a lot of adversity. Okay. So it, it gave me the knowledge to be able to advise more. That's, that's the only thing that's really different. You know, unfortunately, your life situation, you know, everybody's isn't the same. So right. if, if you've never faced any adversity, how do you know to go around it? Exactly. Absolutely. You really don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that yeah. is what, you know, that's what I know, you know, helps me a little bit, be able to craft those solutions. Um, and guys, I'm here to tell you, if your deal is dying in 2021, do not turn it down without the CHW team at Loan Depot looking at it. Um, that's what we're known for. Um, and that's what, because here's the thing, when we did, what happens when you deny your clients or they get denied at the lender? They literally think they can't buy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk about that for a little bit, because I yeah, feel like that's so discouraging. You totally turned around a few of my clients several so yeah so so and and i feel so bad for them because literally they're about to not buy mm -hmm. yeah. they're gonna go rent a home instead of yeah. buying just because a lender said they couldn't do it mm -hmm. and that breaks my heart because it's you know it's really there's overlays at every company mm -hmm. so and then there's you know knowledge base if you know the workarounds so mm -hmm. Don't don't do that. Uh, there is other opportunities. Don't take one no as your end. You I know? agree. Yeah. <laughs> Step out on fear. Get what you want. Don't ever stop until mm -hmm. you get it. There's someone out there who can help you with it. These this team for sure can do that. Yeah, that's what that's what I was getting ready to touch on because whenever I have um, my buyer consultations, that's literally always something that I start with that the importance of having a solid team mm -hmm. and the way that you're prepared mm -hmm. because sometimes people have these horror stores with horror stories with buying and I feel like it's all about the preparation and the team that you have um, behind you because 
if you recall recently, um, last year, a client that we did together and the lender that they were with, once I brought her and her husband to you, I you looked at the file and you were just like, this guy has not been honest and what they needed to do. And then we were able to get it done and they were getting ready to give up. And so I always tell my clients, not all lenders can do the same thing. So I always Absolutely. have this preference and I'm so fortunate and grateful that nine times out of 10, um, with the relationships with my clients, they usually trust me mm -hmm. yeah. to guide them and they don't give me much pushback because it's not that I want to be a controlling broker. It's just that, like you said, with experience no. and knowledge, I've, I've worked with different and I, when I know a team can get it done, trust mm -hmm. the team and you're going to have a smoother experience. And yeah. it's just, and just to touch on that, Nia's client actually did not listen to what I said and thought the other <laughs> lender could do it the way they were advising. And I told Nia, they cannot do this. Exactly they happened. went happened. back to the lender who promised they could do it. And guess what? They came back and closed with me. Yeah, exactly. I was, he did not know. <laughs> so, so it happens. But we're all here to work together. And, yeah. you know, and I actually talked to that lender and I tried to tell him, hey, didn't I talk to him? Yeah. <laughs> I talked to him. Yeah, I told him this doesn't work. Yeah, right. this, this doesn't work. Please don't do this to them. <laughs> He's like, yes, so it, yes, it does. Uh, no. So I definitely want to piggyback on, I think everyone needs to understand all real estate brokers, all lenders, all attorneys do not operate their business the same way. That's why it is very, very important that you are vetting um, everyone that you're working with. Absolutely. And if you do get referrals from your realtor, nine out of 10, your realtor wants to keep that relationship with you. It's not more so of building someone else's business is more so making sure you get to the finish line with yeah. the solid team. So I stand firm on that for sure. Yeah. 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 I think and, that's super important. And I think that's why, you know, it's, it's about trust and trusting your team because we're not going to advise them to do anything that's not going to work for them. Exactly. Right? We never get paid until we get you in a home and get the job done. There is no exactly. benefit for and, me. And that's what, that's that. what I stress also, all, all the time. I make in my bias consultation. You don't pay, you don't pay me, you know, when I'm working <laughs> with buyers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this, this is something that I need. I'm working with you and that's what that's that's the hard part of our job we working for you know months with these clients when we're working with buyers oh, i don't work months when we're working with right yeah. <laughs> i'm exaggerating but okay yeah. but no but, I, but I, right, I, yeah. and then you might get paid whether it's a week or you might if they're not right. buying so yeah, you know yeah. this is this i'm doing this to benefit you, exactly you yeah. know well, on the contrary, Amanda, some of our clients need to be fixed up a little bit. We can't right, get them off the bat. Right, so that yeah. is months because they sometimes I'm takes months. I'm talking about, you know, showing, showing you. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda yeah, Stapleton will not be out in the field with you for months. <laughs> Absolutely. No, our yeah. goal is no. really to find you a property because interest rates are climbing. Property values are climbing. Let's gonna... talk about that. These yes. interest rates in the competitive market. Let's talk Let's about this right. market. Yes. The yeah. market. With, with the market. We're telling them why to buy, but we need to talk about the challenges right now. Right. <laughs> Exactly. What's happening in China? Don't worry, Mark. Yeah. This team has solutions, though. So, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, tell us about how crazy this so market is. So, first of all, now. the rates have been ridiculously low, which is a great thing. So, for those who don't know, low rates mean lower monthly payments. Mm -hmm. and but they have increased. Yeah. They have increased, but I don't think they're still as high as they were. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So, I feel like that's still, yeah, still a good. plus. But with that being said, it's a lot of competition out here. And there is not a lot of, well, let me say this. There is inventory out here, but I feel like there's more buyers than yeah, it is actually inventory. inventory. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of bidding wars. So what have you ladies um, 
experience has been with the bidding wars and all of that I, with the clients? It's a, it's a horrible time for the first time buyer. They don't have time to think. They don't have time. It's like no. you got you But you have to it. act fast. Exactly. You have yeah. to act fast. Right. But with the for a person who's never owned and they're new to the market, it's like, oh, my God, I, I want to think about it. It's like, no. And then yeah. they think they can make and a low offer. Yeah, yeah. That, There's no working. low so, offers, guys. Yeah. Yes. I think not that working. I finally come up with a strategy for that because I have experienced that. And at this point, with my first-time buyers, I'm opening a gate with that transparency. Hey, oh, this, is, this is the market. Yes. At this point now, sellers are getting exactly what they're asking for. Or more. Without, right, without <laughs> more. closing credit. More. And so with them being first-time buyers, most of the time, they still want to try to finagle it a little bit. Yes. My clients, after getting outbidded on maybe two offers, now they're like, I'm going whatever you tell yeah. me to do. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that first and loss, that's it, it kind of puts the yeah. fire up under them. Like, up, they, have to, they have to experience it. Mm -hmm. And I usually, personally, it, it sounds harsh, but I usually hope that it's a property that they really, really liked. Mm -hmm. I want your first offer to, that you lose to be on a property that you really, really like because the next time it comes around, it's not going to happen again. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, the other thing I'm noticing is we're not getting closing cost credits. Oh, we're yeah. not. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it's not that the, you gotta, the sellers. The offers I mean, have to be attractive. Yeah, they have to be like attractive. Very attractive. But they don't have to give you some credit. Somebody no. else is going to. Yeah, if there's 15 offers and there's no closing cost credit on. Mm -hmm. five of them yeah. they're gonna win so we have come up with solutions for that you can accept higher interest rates and get more lender credits mm -hmm. um, there's down payment assistance for mm -hmm. some of you yeah everybody doesn't qualify though guys yes, you have to less. be transparent and mm -hmm. guys also it, it if there's a way around it I mean it's probably more beneficial but if you qualify for it take advantage of what's out there we want you to become a homeowner is yes it's the most important thing to create that wealth and build equity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, what else have you guys been seeing? Because it's definitely a seller's market. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, low inventory. Yeah. So yeah. compared to the amount of buyers that there are in the market and quality property, mm -hmm. you're not finding that much quality property, which, again, is, I feel like, creating the bidding wars. But exactly. either that or stuff is just going extremely quickly. So I, I, think, yeah. I think that's where um, relationships come into play mm -hmm. I literally Majorly. just I literally just had this conversation with um another agent that you know reputation and relationships are major mm -hmm. in this field because I prefer to work with agents that you know I know their work ethic or how they go about or how they handle their clients or that I've had experience with because right. at the end of the day we want to want to get the deals done for our clients you know right. so it's just like um I rather take the chance with someone that I'm familiar with mm -hmm. rather than yeah. and it, it might suck for like the newer no. agents that's trying to get their feet in the door but I'm gonna always you know my clients again I said fortunate enough for them to trust me I'm going to advise my sellers you know yeah. to go mm -hmm. with, with someone and that I think I know. that's the best advice to give like you want to ensure that the deal gets to the finish mm -hmm. line because honestly as a listing agent I'm noticing that a lot of these deals don't make it to the finish line because the lenders are not properly vetting the um, buyers. And that's why with all of my clients, I, I'm pretty firm on you have to work with my team because we are here to ensure that we either create a structure or a strategy to get you to the finish line. We're right. not going to mislead that's you. That's what I'm going to say. That some yeah. buyers agent are always doing their part to make to 
push it to the to the finish line. Mm -hmm. It's not you know to to pre screen and make sure you know walk right. them exactly and send it in yeah. to the lender and let it get done. So you're right. And that. and for the agents that are out there that are experiencing this, I'm telling you again, uh, the CHW team in Bolingbrook, we are save a deal capital. So uh, please <laughs> give us a call. We will save your deal <laughs> if there's a deal there. Now, if somebody misled you to believe that there's a deal there and there really wasn't, then I, that's very unfortunate. But at least I'll be able to give you that information too, so right. you don't waste any more time. Mm -hmm. Um, but the awesome part about this team, every single one of these ladies up here, they all have off-market properties. Yes. Tell yes. them what that means. Off-market deals mean that you get a chance to see the properties before they hit the market. Mm -hmm. So before any other realtor can see the properties, I've already have them in my um, spreadsheet. So all of my clients or any realtor that I have relationships with, any lenders that I have relationships with, will see that list before the public. Yep. And and just so you know, your lender here has been working on that as well, because <laughs> okay. I know that there's I've known that there's an inventory issue. So I've been working on it and I'm going to have um, access to that as well. Mm -hmm. And what that does for the agents that we're, we work with, that we're super loyal to, is we get to put our clients in those properties. Yeah. Yes. So awesome. everybody will be watching us close as they figure out where is the where, inventory where they're selling. They That's it. definitely yeah. something different, you know, that I haven't seen over the years. A lot of lenders aren't so, you know, helpful when yeah. it comes to um, yeah, no, exactly. you get inventory, For you know, sure. so that's, that's great. This is a relationship business and 100% the way that People I don't understand that though. No. I don't think, yeah. Well, I'm super, super like, I'm super loyal. So I, I don't want you guys just to feed me. I want to feed you and I want to build mm -hmm. you up and I want to, I want to share you with and everybody, and I and I and I want to feed you. I want to feed you the way you feed me. You know, we're family. I feel like I feel like that's what we are, really. We're yeah. not just, you know, I have a personal relationship with pretty much every age mm -hmm. I work no, with. No, literally, we have to Some talk aspect. to each other so much. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I said literally, we have to talk to each other so much, so it does right. become mm -hmm. a, a real relationship. Yeah. yeah. But I think it works better that way, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we know who each other are, and we're not, we don't have. For sure. You know, and really, we just want the best for our clients. And I know we're not all great at things. We know that, you know, I'm going to be honest, my communication is not always the greatest. <laughs> Um, but I've hired people to help me in that area because I know that. So um, I definitely want to fix it. And I think that's what's important. When you know that your business is expanding, you have adequate help to assist you with if you have high volume. So the yeah. fact that you are putting people in position to yeah. be able to handle the volume is really, really good. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how this business that. goes, it's peaks and valleys. So yeah. we're all yeah. shifts. We're, yeah, and shifts. And if we're constant, you know, we've been on an incline for so long. So we just have to figure out. And then coronavirus. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Teach everybody to work from home and try to figure that <laughs> out while I'm homeschooling children. Yeah. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Teenage yeah. children who just started high school. Had a, um, caused us to revamp everything. Yeah. You know? Everything. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about I don't know that about for a second. But I was, I was like, wow. I was a, a, kind of surprised at the influx of business that happened. Yes, I was exactly. like, wait a minute, you know, I was, I was, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, okay, we're essential though. We're going to get this done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but you have to I'm think so about it. People don't want to live in the apartment buildings exactly. with, uh, you know, 15 people anymore. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of people coming out. There's a lot of foot traffic and, and, and what happened is it forced us all to stay home, right? We exactly. couldn't go out. We couldn't travel. We couldn't spend money. That was so horrible. <laughs> horrible. I know virtual, we're about to start living virtual, life virtual, again. Virtual. But, right. but you guys, we were able to save money. So now you should all buy exactly. homes. Exactly. Invest in your, now you can have your home and you can have a barbecue and people over. And, you know, your life changes right. a little bit, but you still get to, we still travel. We yeah. travel all over. You realize you need more space now, don't you? When you're at home. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> when you're working from home, especially. Uh, but gratefully, these kids are going back to school and life will start getting back to normal. Yeah. 
The yes. pandemic was definitely an eye opener. It was a, a huge eye. Yes, yes. Business was really good. I for can sure. say that yes. um, business I'm so increased grateful. for sure mm-hmm. during COVID, and that was very surprising. I, I just knew, you know, with all of, of you know people losing their jobs mm-hmm. and different things, I'm like, okay, business is probably going to be a little slow. But it actually picked up pretty well, and I was surprised. I think yeah. people started really sitting down thinking about like what's really important. Like, exactly. Like, what, yeah. What, you know, how can I give like a pandemic is scary. So now they're making future, making life changes. To, so when this yeah. happens in the future, yeah. I'll be better prepared. Exactly. So I think if you had opened people's eyes, had they had time to sit down and plan, you know, okay. This is serious. Life is serious. Let me get serious mm-hmm. about my life. Let me give me some property. And I, I think agree. that's what really changed. And um, and it just worked out for us. I agree. <laughs> Definitely worked out. So why don't we share some of those stories uh, that we see behind the scenes so we can kind of give people a real glimpse of what it's like um, in our industry? So um, something that I've been noticing that has been a consistent and I guess common thing is that I'm noticing a lot of realtors from, you know, the north suburbs, west suburbs, they're not coming to certain sides of town with their clients. Mm. And me being a listing agent, I'm noticing that a lot of clients are, um, first-time buyers are coming to properties by themselves, Mm. you know, without a realtor. They're going to inspections by themselves. And, you know, as a first-time buyer, you should be getting that support from your real estate agent. You shouldn't be showing up to an open house or looking at a property without your realtor. I think that's important. So if your realtor is not coming to a certain side of town with you, how did you guys even... Connect. Right. You should be working with a realtor okay. in that area. I get, I right. totally get and, that. And, and, yeah. I don't, I, or a realtor that's just willing to do their job. Absolutely. Because that is a part of the job. That's part of yeah. the job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know I travel. This, this, because of the, um, the competitive and the busyness, I'm all over the place For as sure. a buyer's agent. For sure. I can be in South Holland right today, and then I'm up in Evanston later on tonight. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, you're I, I'm not going as far yeah, as Evanston. Yeah, I work. <laughs> well, only because, well, I'm from west, the north and west side, so okay. that's not far okay. from me. So. Yeah. But it. I'm just saying, but that's what we that's what we do. That's what I signed up for as yeah. a realtor, you know. So, and I work with both. I'll have listings and buyers, but this season, was the buy, it was buyers. It know? was. And, and it was for some buyers. reason... Um, you know, I kind of migrated to that first time buyer. Some people trust me, um, well known. So I don't mind doing it, you know. Right. Um, but like I said, being in the business for 15 years, I have developed um, relationships. And I'm glad to meet you ladies yeah. and we can, you know, develop our relationships. But that's what it's all about, you know. And luckily, I haven't had too much trouble with that. But it is, like you say, I have experienced that too. And oh, one other thing about how the, um, you know, the, the uh, clients that are by themselves because of the craziness of the market. Like I know um, a client want, really wants to see a property. I'm like, no, we need to reschedule. She will go to the, she went to the open house, you know, without me, without me, my permission. So I think mm. that's another crazy, you know, p- part of it because of the busyness of the market. And when you don't have proper teams in place, luckily you guys have teams that can help you mm-hmm. with that. You know? Yeah. I, I've had some horror stories where clients, um, they got antsy and their agent wasn't available one day. I mean, people have people have lives and, yeah. uh, you know, we do, ha- we are human and yes. things do happen to us. <laughs> just because we answer, we don't answer your call every single time, please understand that that's just 
because something else is, is derailing or taking our attention, mm -hmm. but we will get back to you. But um, I had a client that ended up working with an agent, a random agent who was a part-time agent, and oh, she could yeah, never no, get a hold no, of them. No, no. They ended up losing the deal, losing thousands of dollars. Their earnings wow. money got lost because the attorney didn't get an, an, uh, an extension, and they lost the home inspection and the appraisal fee. So they were out for $3,000. <laughs> Um, so not working with the right team is really important. Yeah. And let's talk about those part-time agents right now. And let's, I don't let's talk about. I don't, I don't how they do it. Talk about. I don't believe I don't in part-time agents. Do let's it. talk about. They're not. No, it's not. <laughs> how it's no can such you thing. do this job part-time? It's no such successfully thing. Successfully and yeah. service the client's needs in this market. And I don't know how many people I get that inquire that's just like, yeah, I'm interested in getting into real estate. I want to do it part-time because mm -hmm. I'm also in nursing school. <laughs> I, I'm not the one for you to talk to because yeah. I'm wholeheartedly, I support anybody that wants to get in this field mm -hmm. and that is passionate about it because I'm passionate about mm -hmm. what I do. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna, it's so many people that look at what we do and they mm -hmm. feel like it's like a good Because business, we make it look easy. Right, but the realtor- You guys is, do make it look make easy. It, look, I, I, like, it is so not easy, <laughs> guys. It's not easy. We have so many connecting parts and yeah. it's just like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit on this phone, and you're not gonna waste my time for mm -hmm. you to. It, it's it's a waste of energy. It's no such thing as a part time, a part time realtor. Like you were just saying, a, uh, buyers get antsy. Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, I feel like buyers look at us as like you're nothing more than a realtor. Like you're not a person. This is what you're up doing 24 seven. You have nothing more to do. I'm your only <laughs> client. Um, answer back whenever I call. You have five minutes to text me back. Like that's how buyers act sometimes. So if you're a part-time agent, you're How too slow. Can you? Yeah. You're too slow. Well, the other thing is, is I mean, I'm literally working 14-hour days, six days a week now, and um, on the weekends is the most important time. I feel like right now, and also like I phone call the listing agents. I'm like. Please accept my buyer's offer. We have everything verified, you know, so they know because working overtime. And you know, yeah, because you have to, you yeah. have to put that in because a lot of offers are not getting accepted. And if and let let me tell you what's happening when you're putting in those offers, they're looking up the agent to see how many deals you close. Mm -hmm. Believe that they're they're looking mm -hmm. that up. And if you're you know if you're a newer agent, you might want to partner with a more seasoned agent. Um, is my suggestion because. That's this mark, this market right mm -hmm. now, it, it's really, it's a really difficult market, and yeah. we, none of us have really experienced it like quite like this. And know. that's another thing. I, I think picking your agent is super important. Like you're not picking your agent based upon who you like, or if your sister just got her real estate license. Like I literally had a client to tell me, well, my friend, well, not even a friend, the person I went to high school with got their real estate license, and I want to support them. This is not about them. This is about you, which yeah. I support whatever decision you make. If you work with me or not, totally fine. But right. you, this is a huge commitment. It's a 30-year commitment. It definitely shouldn't be about you wanting to support them. Mm -hmm. It should make sure you have the right resources yeah. and, you know, you get to the finish line. And I just think that people are seeing this all wrong, you know, mm -hmm. with the wrong team you will not make it to the finish line. And people think all real estate agents operate the same way. We carry our business the same way. Yeah. We all move very differently. Very Some different. of us, we um, stand we stand on, you know, having integrity, morals, and our reputation is everything. Our brand is everything. When you got some professionals out here who 
are not taking certain things into consideration. And I just think it's super important that people are really doing their research on who they work with, you sure. know? Yeah. Absolutely. Mia, Absolutely. let's talk about when clients have their mothers make their decisions oh. for them. <laughs> we had a fabulous one. So. Oh my. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about that. Let's one. talk about that one because uh, I'm not a good fit for the people that have a parent in their ear. Um, yeah, I feel like <laughs> if you're a buyer and you decide that you're ready to purchase a property, make sure that it's something that you're confident with doing on your own and that you don't need a co-signer from a parent, uh, a sibling, because it's too much communication. I feel like it's always going to go left. It's too much communication at, at one because I'm going to communicate with my client. If you're not on the approval, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, yeah. That's so, how it should be. I'm not talking to you that you're you're not who I'm dealing with. So now I'm telling my client one thing. They have their parents telling them another thing. Yeah. And if you're old enough to buy, that means you're an adult. Act like one. Make, yeah, make your own that's decisions. That's just how I feel about it. So Yeah, I've had so many situations with that. And the mother wants to give all their advice of when they bought a house 10 years ago. And exactly. You, at you least guys, the, you, you're the really doing... Alone, I was just about to say, at least the mom is co-signing like, or giving no, a yes, yeah, No, nothing. nothing. We okay. experience it without anybody on the loan. And, and he, this is what I'm telling the parents out there that's, that are doing this. You guys are really doing your child a disservice by doing For sure. That. It yeah. is not the same market. It is not the same when you bought the house. Their financials are not the same as yours. This is their property. This is their time. This Set them up journey. with the right team that you trust. You you know, have a conversation. <laughs> I have no problem having a conversation with you, but please don't try to advise them over what I advise them because I know I yeah. do this every single day. I don't talk about you know, I don't talk about cars because I don't work on cars. I talk about what I know, you know, so you have to stick to the professionals again. Can we um, also talk about, I think that um, most people think they need to step in or if you have a boyfriend or mom who's like well into the process, I think they don't understand that one deal, we will not lose our license for one deal. And they need yeah. to understand that. Like, we're mm -hmm. not here to mm -hmm. just advise you to do whatever and our mm -hmm. reputation and mm -hmm. license is it's on the line. Yeah, and no. they don't understand the depth of that. Like, why would I lose my career by mm -hmm. just doing any old mm -hmm. thing? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, 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 and don't put us in that situation. We have families that we're supporting. We have, you know, if that, you know, don't, yeah, definitely don't put your professionals in that situation. Yeah. We are ethical and we stick and by the book on what we do. Often. It I does. Feel like it happens more often than it. And, and it we want the best for you. You know, we want to help you get there, but we want to help you advise you to do it the right way. Mm -hmm. um, so please, you know, let us advise you the right way, and we'll work around it. You mm -hmm. know, not around it. We'll advise. We'll work through it. We'll get you through it. Yeah, not around it. So, uh, so what else? What have, um, how do you guys deal with, you know, like you say you have a team, but what if a client was referred to what was referred to you and you just designate like they only want to work with you mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. might not have time to work with them. You want to designate them to an agent. Mm -hmm. How do you guys deal with that? Do you or do you only when someone's referred to you specifically you just work with them regardless of, you know, their needs? So what it used to be for me is if you are a close friend mm -hmm. or somebody I went to high school with, I, I would make it my business to have that personable okay. experience with you. But honestly, 
If you trust me as your realtor, you need to understand right. and trust that my team will take care, take good care of Absolutely. you just as well as I would. I, you know, I have trained them. I am mentoring them daily. Um, they have a, they are licensed realtors. So exactly. you are in good hands. And it's so, hard to build yeah. your business when you're constantly working in the business. And that's what it's all about. And it's, but it's hard to make a client understand just that. having like, that you know. transparency mm -hmm. that's, and, what I yeah. that's yeah. very important and i think it could just be more so of you thinking that they won't have that personable experience mm -hmm. but just be very transparent listen i am here i am oh, yeah. um checking in throughout you know the day yeah. with the with my team to make sure that we get Absolutely. you everything you, I, mean, I, tell, I do i just find that i'm like okay that's what i, I do the same thing like this is a this is who i have uh, they they are just like me, you know. They have the, I've trained them. They have the knowledge that I have, right. and and if you feel comfortable enough to work with me, and if you want to work with me, this is what you should do. But I'm just finding that a lot of clients like, oh, I just want to work with you. I want to, and they want, and they'll still call me all day. Well, that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know? yeah. that's a great that's thing a, to talk about. Yeah, too, yeah. I feel like um, that's definitely something that I had to grow into. Mm -hmm. That I think that I struggled with originally because um, okay, so. I always have this thing that I just want all my clients to have this top tier experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know how you always feel like who's going to do it better, exactly. do what yeah, I yeah. do better than, than, than me. Yeah. So it started becoming too much and it's just like, I can't do all this on my own. So like mm -hmm. Amanda said, the transparency. So I make sure that that's a, a conversation when we have like, okay, um, yeah, my team and I. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm including them into it because there yeah. is going to be sometimes that the emails or whatever you send, it has yeah. to go to them or you're going to correspond with them. Mm -hmm. um, and it it was it's, it's growth. So, yeah, like you all said, trusting you, trusting mm -hmm. yeah. you is yeah. trusting the team. Exactly. So what it is for me, too, is like God gave all of us gifts to use in different ways. Mm -hmm. And the only way we can use our gift at the capacity that we want to be able to is by having help doing yes. so. Mm -hmm. Doing to um, duplicate, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to triple the amount of homeowners we got in homes last year. And the only way to do that is by having, building up that support system behind us. And I love the new videos. I love that you're giving, so Amanda just started new videos oh. where oh, she's yeah. sharing with her clients the whole process. That's cool. Uh, kind of like the videos that I created for the different steps in the home buying process because I can't talk to everybody as much mm -hmm. as I want to talk to all of you all day long. It's just oh, not you see the videos in the email? Yes, of okay. course. Okay. So she she actually created the video so you can get that personal touch with her, but she yeah. can also scale herself. So mm -hmm. in the email, she does the email introductions just like you. You you do the email introduction mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. So Amanda now put a video on there kind of walking them through what they're going to get in the home buying process. I created those videos as well, um, and I have them going out every step of the way on the okay. loan process. Because yeah. It's, it's about, you know... That was the problem cool. that I, I took note, guys. I know you said my communication's not great, so yeah. I'm trying it's to okay. fix it. I for one my clients. I'm like, she's amazing, but yeah, she's yeah. lacking yeah. in this yeah. area. Yeah. But she's so funny. We all have to give them the pep talk. Uh, I tell them ahead of time. That's why I talk I openly about it. Wait, guys. let's back to the. No, I do an intro video, but you do a video for every step. That's cool. So I do after pre-approval. Congratulations, your offer is accepted, and then okay. clear to close. Yeah, okay, that's, that's amazing. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. I only do the intro. But so, but yeah. and then and then so, but I'll send you Amanda so you can take a look at it because it's it's really you know and that, we just want to help each other grow, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's the way that you're going to be able to scale. I yep. love it. I seen mm -hmm. the video. I was Thank like, you. of course, I had to watch it. I'm like, let me see what you said. <laughs> 
So tell us about that video and what you did. So the whole purpose of doing that video is to ensure that people still have that personable experience with me. Um, I I am one person. I can't be a million places at one time. I know that um, I noticed that when people want to buy property, just that push of them actually doing the loan application is a big stretch for them because they feel like, you know, they have all these concerns. What if I'm not able to get um, qualified or what about this? What about that? So I kind of touch on some of the common questions that I get asked, you know, just to um, pre-warn them like, hey, regardless of how you feel and if you have a 640 credit score, if you are employed, no bankruptcies, I believe that you would be a great candidate and you'll get a response in 24 to 48 hours, you know, versus yeah. my assistant just calling everybody mm-hmm. and telling them that same thing, you know? Yeah, so. I, think, I think it's that great. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to share it with you guys. I think I think it's, Thank uh, you. I think it's a, a great way of going about it. And it's, it's a way for us to communicate, right? Because everybody wants communication to be better. So that's a good way for us yeah. to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just not enough hours in the day, unfortunately. Yeah, People have to understand that anybody that is good at anything and if, they're going to have to duplicate, you know, and you're going to have to trust that all great leaders create more leaders. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you are working with a realtor who have been in the business for a while and they have a team, understand that they are creating more leaders to duplicate what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is, you know? So, and guys step out on that fear. Fear is going to do nothing but keep you where you're at, not bring you to where you want to go. The only way you get to where you want to go is by being fearful, you know, and stepping out there and taking risk. Yes, definitely a risk taker. You definitely have to put yourself out there. For sure. Can we talk about that for a sec? You know, just stepping out on faith and not allowing fear to get in the way. How do you guys feel that um, fear has... Got gotten in the way of, you know, some of the people in our communities with like moving forward with their goals or moving forward with home ownership. I think it's the, the like the horror stories. Okay. Um, they, the, you know, a lot of people, I, well, where I'm from, I, I'm from the west side of Chicago, mm-hmm. but there weren't a lot of homeowners. Like yeah. their, their families didn't have it. It's scary, you know, or they've seen someone lose a home or, mm-hmm. you know, um, or the economy, people losing jobs. So I, I really think that it's, it's really about your background and your surrounding and your peers, you know, they have mm-hmm. to see it more, you know, yeah. like, you know, they have to see young people buying, they have to see this happening. And, you know, we, you know, we, we Chicago people trendy, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. well, if you're doing it, okay, Amazon. I want to do it too, you know, right. let me see, you know, so that's, they have to see this happening more, you know, and I think it is, I think that's overall, that's what's happening. I, people are seeing it happening more, they're yeah. seeing people making a difference, so. A lot of things that I get is, oh, I want to, I'm fixing my credit right now, but so what I'm not are you ready. doing? Right, I'm not ready because I'm yes, fixing your credit. Well, all the time. Who advised you how to fix your credit? And do you know that when you pay off old collections, your score can drop? I've had someone pay off a $100 collection, score dropped 25 points. Wow. Because he paid wow. off an old $100 collection. So do not, do not do that. Do not wait and fix your own credit. Let us look at it. Let us advise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not, not, I, it's not, I'm not a credit person. I'm actually not a credit repair person at all. But like I said before, my financial hardship has made me do it 
and made me uh, put me in the position where I had to fix my credit multiple times in my life. So I do know how to advise you. Um, but don't pay off those things without talking to talking to somebody first because it, you could be doing all of the wrong things and then in three months when your lease is up that's the big thing they tell me too my lease isn't up for three months but you don't know where your financial situation is and you don't know where your credit is so apply right. today mm -hmm. so that way I can get you ready so then in three months you are under contract on a property but if you wait and you think you're doing it the right way and you're not then you're really just putting yourself all yeah. the way back and a lot of people think they need so much money like they think they need 20000 dollars yeah. well I mean it's good to have of course but I think a lot of that too like oh I don't think I have enough they don't know that there are programs and um, you know everyone doesn't qualify but mm -hmm. it's not as hard as you think and if you can save if you you know people spend the money on everything now you can afford you can afford to own if you can afford to rent which most people are paying a thousand dollars twelve thousand for I mean really twelve hundred is like the minimum right I mean you know mm -hmm. you can afford to own and I think that's why a lot of people just don't know that. You know? That's what I always I always tell my clients. If you've been renting for years, even just a couple of years, you nine times out of ten can purchase. Because when you're considering what um, your deposit, your security mm -hmm. deposit, first month's rent, a lot of the time right. for a first-time buyer, that's typically your the down payment. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So if you're steady with your rent, I always say, you know, you will be a good candidate. Try it yeah. out. Absolutely. Uh, also, you, you know, guys, when you lose a home, it's okay if you lose a home. I bought a house three years after I foreclosed on my property. It's a three-year waiting period. Two years on a bankruptcy. And if you're in a Chapter 7 all, or a Chapter 13, all you need is 12 months payments on time. So, yes, you can do it. Um, so don't be fearful of that, that somebody lost their house. Things happen. Mm -hmm. Donald oh. Trump bankrupt a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> Too many to count. So, you know, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's okay. You can that, restart. That you can buy after you've lost a home. Mm -hmm. They think, mm -hmm. you know, it's over with. So it's just, and like, it's just about having these conversations mm -hmm. and getting that information out. For sure. yeah. mm -hmm. I think what, um, I want to touch on what Nia said earlier, um, people just thinking that any property that they buy has to be like their forever home mm. or their forever property. And people need to understand it is okay that if you plan on moving out of your current state, you still need somewhere to live now. You can always sell your property. You can always Airbnb it. You can rent it. So there's definitely different options where you don't have to, you know, do yourself a disservice and just continue to push that off. Mm -hmm. Well, so. let's talk about that for a minute, too, because statistically they say that the first time buyer usually stays in their house for like three to five three years to five. Mm -hmm. and be ready to upgrade. Yeah, yeah guys. <laughs> so you're upgrading. This is not your forever home. This is your right now right. home. <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming out today. I'm so glad that we were able to have this chat. I think it was great for us mm -hmm. to share. And I would love just for each one of you to share like a closing statement on what you want to tell our first time buyers out there. So um, I would definitely like to let you guys know there is no perfect time to do this. Um, the time is now. The market is hot. The rates are really low right now, in my opinion. So I think the time is now if you're ready to buy. For sure. Um, and just kind of recapping on other things we've touched on. Don't be fearful yes. of reaching out for those goals. If you're not sure, don't remain in uncertainty. Reach out to a professional. So um any one of us can be contacted. Uh, you know, go for what you want and just educate yourself. Don't listen to those that may have had experience from years prior. Mm -hmm. um, you know, gain your own knowledge for what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. I agree. 
Absolutely. Um, if home ownership or if real estate investing is something that you're interested in, take the step, the first step, reach out to someone, reach out to a professional that you trust mm -hmm. and just go for it. There is no certain age there. You yes. don't have to be married. Um, this is something that you can grow from on your own. So take the step. And really, I just want to close out by saying, um, again, like Nia said, don't be fearful. Apply today. Don't think you're a credit specialist. Let the professionals advise you on what you need to do to get in a home. And don't ever take no for an answer. Mm -hmm. Just because they could not do it down the street doesn't mean we can't do it here. So mm -hmm. please reach out if you have any questions. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>